Danielle is confused whether or not we're on mute. We're actually not on mute. They can, okay. they can hear us. This is, this, it, it's a microphone. Okay. Okay. Danielle's a little tired right now. We just watched Angels in Manhattan, and for the first time in Pofua history, we're having a live podcast because we know how to do that shit now. Um, <laughs> a viewer just popped on. We, I'm just assuming it's Sue because <laughs> it's usually Sue. So if we sound like Daleks, I'm sure she'll Sue, let us know. A message will pop up here on the control panel, and, and, and she'll tell us. Okay. So. As you may know, mm-hmm. um, we were not the biggest fans of um, Amelia Pond. 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 Yeah. Um, we were. We were. Not- As I remember, you you were awfully tough on Rory at the beginning. You didn't like Rory, and I always liked. I Rory. don't recall that. No, I mean let's let's go back in time here. Okay, now. Okay, we started in eleventh hour. We had the new Doctor. We mm-hmm. had the new Tardis. We had the new inside of the Tardis. We had new companions. We had new theme music. Mm-hmm. New sock screwdriver. Yes, they threw remarkably a- phallic-looking sonic screwdriver. Danielle's getting, but anyway, Danielle's getting rather dirty in the last twenty-four to forty-eight hours. So everything was new. So we have this new companion, Amelia Pond, and and, and you want to say Pond? Pond. Pond. Now the thing with Amelia Pond was she she was an interesting character. Um, what Danielle just looked that was weird. We're not used to doing this, you know, together. This is this is new for us. You know, the thing about you know, interesting character, you had the whole thing about how the doctor knew her when she was younger and she kinda of grew up with the doctor. We hadn't seen that before in the new series. Yes. So she started off pretty good. Danielle's getting distracted. Mm. There's cats in the room and she's looking all around. She, she started yeah. I mean, she started off well, but then then in the first round of episodes, they were kinda of, I, I thought they weren't very interesting first episodes and I kinda of didn't get her point. I got the beginning of the story, but she didn't really seem to have a point. Yeah, and, and as I recall, you hated the uh, space whale episode. Yes. You watched it like five times because I had to understand it. You would like I had to better. understand the, the, the Space Whale episode. And actually, tonight she mentioned the Space yep. Whale, and I actually forgot that was. I blocked the Space Whale out of my mind. So I didn't like her first round. I didn't like the one with Winston Churchill. And yeah, that one wasn't that good. I don't even remember which one came after that. But then we had Rory come back because mm-hmm. Amy tried to boink the doctor, and yes. the BBC got hate mail. So then we went over and we had, um, you know, Rory came back on the show, and Rory was there for like a week and a half. And then Rory and got killed. ceased to exist. Yes. And then we had the one with Craig and was not a hoot. Oh, yeah. We love Craig. That's a good one. You have a TARDIS. You have a TARDIS. Kiss the girl. <laughs> so, I mean, that one was really good. So that was a good episode. Yes. And then we had the uh, the Pandora. In, and it ended... The, se- the season ended well where you find out that Amy, the crack in the wall, had, had taken away her past. And she yep. was the girl who didn't make sense. And that kind of explained why the early episodes in the season didn't, didn't make, make sense. sense. So I'm like, that was a good story. And I was very, very happy with it. We got to it. see her parents. Yes. And and, and he looked like Danny DeVito. The he little guy. short little dad. Horace or yes. whatever. Yeah, I remember that. And, and, dad. and what happened, I just realized Arthur Weasley's not going to know what happened. I hope the doctor doesn't know. Sorry, He's sorry. never going to know what happened oh, The doctor Rory. will tell him. But anyway. Well, it's, it doesn't make sense that way. But then... So the season ended, and I'm like, that was a good episode, and then they had on Gambin, and I didn't get annoyed by him, and the Christmas special, the screw, it was good. Now, the, the what annoyed me then was they did season six, mm-hmm. and I appreciated the fact that the Pawns kind of took a couple months off, but then they're back, and then they went to 1969. Yes, and then in they, America. Yes, and then they went on a pirate ship. Yeah, and, that pirate one was bad. 
And then they and then they did the Doctor's Wife, which was good. That was really good. But they were still there, and I kind of I I didn't get their their point. And at this point, watching the episode, well, other than that, the Doctor enjoys their company. Yeah, it was, honestly, it was like the the other companions had their little character arcs, mm-hmm. and Amy and, and Rory had decided to move in. Yes, and I and it wasn't like this was. It, I didn't get the sense this was like the purpose of their lives, like it was me for Rose and, and Donna, not so much Martha, but Rose and Donna. Well, you it mean just, they don't think the doctor makes you want to be better? Better. Okay, better. Dan- <laughs> Danielle's not the world's biggest uh, Billy Piper fan. So then, so I, I wasn't getting it. So I remember we did a podcast right uh, for the episode um, Good Man Goes to War, mm-hmm. which ends with you finding out who Melody is. Yeah. And then it kind of ended. And I'm just looking at this, I'm like, what? F and hell are these people still on the show? Like, I just, I, I felt like their time had come. And then something happened. They fixed it. Mm. As the new season began, you had the episode with Mel's, and you found out that Mel's was... Uh, their daughter. R- River, and they raised River. But you also got, like, that background to their story, and it kind of, it kind of reinforced Amy's story. And then... You had the, you know, the, a couple dud episodes. There was like kids and toy boxes and scary, and there was a hotel and a clown and there was oh yeah, oh yeah, going off. God, and, I almost forgot about that episode. Well, I so weird. I forgot about the whale too. So you had all these the kid things. with the big glasses. Yes. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. And you had all this crap happening, and then you had that end of the story where you found out that. Amy always had the doctor on the pedestal and she needed to take him after, off of the pedestal and, and realize he had faults and mm-hmm. couldn't be the imaginary friend anymore. And then he bought them a house. With the TARDIS blue door. With the TARDIS blue door. And I'm like, that was a great, great, great ending. And then the season ended and then it was, but then they came back again. And I'm, But when they came back again, they started doing it right. They kind of gave them a purpose and they kind of started to explain. Sue is chiming in here. I hope it's not that I can't hear. Oh, good. Sue's very excited. <laughs> Usually Sue writes and she's like, I can't hear your vowels. Oh, that, that would be bad. So Sue's chimed in. So you have, you know, now in the new season, you have the pawns with their reading glasses and their jobs and their bridesmaid yeah. do these. And they're and getting, they're getting a little weary of traveling. And that, that's the purpose. They're the first companions now who are kind of like the married couple trying to make the TARDIS work for them. Yeah, so like they don't want to do series. this full time, and that and that was a great progression for them. And then you had the episode tonight where she stole Harry Potter's glasses because she's getting older and she needs reading glasses. And she kept pushing them up on her nose. Sue wants to know if we've started the podcast yet, dear. I don't think we've given enough notice. If Sue can't, are find you us. sure we're not on mute? We're not on mute. I promise you, we're not on okay. mute. Okay, they can hear us. Okay, listen, they heard that. Okay, so, okay. So now, in I have to feel like the the the, the pawns went out strong. And I, you know, retro, I'm like Mitt Romney here. Retroactively, I have enjoyed the whole story. I, I think it could have been condensed more or some, or, you know, about 38% of the episodes could have been left out. But I think it's still, I think overall you, you took Amelia from the, from the seven year old girl. At one point she was 60. Now she's 87. And, and it was Amy and, and Rory together versus Amy trying to boink the doctor until the BBC asked her to stop. So I yeah. think that ended well. So I just have to say, because I've been very hard on Amy, and, and I've made jokes about Rory dying every 20 minutes. He even made jokes about him dying every 20 minutes. You're going to die. When don't Dude, I die? He's been through the ringer. He's been through the, the ringer. Give the kid a break. Well, he lived to be 2087. I mean, that ain't bad. I mean, geez, you're so hard on the kid. So what? Th- there's pipes in my walls, and they're shaking, and it's freaking me out. I think there's like a weeping angel up there. That's kind of scary. So what do we think of tonight's episode um all i know is i will never 
ever get the image out of my mind of a giant statue of Liberty weeping angel. That was a little frightening. It's probably going to haunt me forever. Well, I like... And I don't think I will ever go to the Statue of Liberty again. She won't. She, we were talking about that tonight. We're like, do we want to go to New York City? I think She's I've like, been there three do. times, and I, I, I think I'm good. You good? Yeah. I've been I've been the once, but I it was... was freaky. I was comfortable with it. So, I mean, what I enjoyed about tonight's episode was that they tried to explain how the TARDIS now could not travel back to that time. They did a lot of groundwork, I think, to explain why the Doctor couldn't flip a switch and fix this. And Danielle's being distracted by cats, but she's back. Now, part of the problem, I think, when you try and do that, when you try and say, okay, the Doctor can never go back, is you can't have a solution you know, work in all situations. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, could the, the doctor not have gone back to 1955? Well, no, I think they were trying to say he can't go back to New York because it's too... New York itself has too many, like, time issues now. Like, he can't ever go there. Yeah, I mean, the first, the only thing I'm he thinking... He could go to new, new, new New York. No, but couldn't Amy have written in the book, I'll see you in Honolulu in 58 well, by the giant oak tree I don't know. I think something. they just had to end the that, well, that story. Was, that was the thing. And then at the end, River was going to send the book back to Amy to, to take care of. And then my question was, well, couldn't she... Was she doing it in person or was she FedExing it? And if she's just doing it in person, couldn't she have, you know... I and then brought the doctor with her using her vortex manipulator thingy or loaned it and she hangs out. I don't know, but if River ever loses that thing, she's screwed. She's completely fucked. I agree with you on that one. I mean, that was the thing. It seems like they wanted to clamp... Didn't Jack have one of those? I believe it might be the same one. She took was, his, huh? I think there's some talk about... Mm. Mm. And I'm with Jen. Jen couldn't be here. Jen's sobbing uncontrollably. And I knew it. I knew she that, would yeah. be a blubbering mess. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Okay, well... Sue can't hear us, but I'm recording it on the other line, so I'm... I'm okay, we're okay. We're, we're okay. So, sorry about that. So, I mean, the, the... I think they tried too hard to say, you know, we can never go back. I think they should have just even made it simpler and said that the doctor, because of the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, yeah. can't go, can't ever, you know, cross their, their timelines again or something. I mean, like really, that. the whole... if you, When you really try to think about time travel... And paradoxes and this and that. I mean, you can go around and around and around again until you're cross-eyed. Like, it just doesn't ever really make sense. I think you just have to take Janeway's approach and just be like, yeah, Fuck it. Fuck it. There you go. Danielle said fuck on the podcast. I've been waiting (laughs) six seasons to get that. I mean, that was the the thing that struck me is that when you have an episode where it's just so sad. You know, there was... It was sad. It it, it reminded me of the episode of Doomsday with with Rose and the Doctor and she went through into the other universe. And they said, it's sealed off. We can't get back. I can beam my hologram through for five minutes and say goodbye. But you have to go to bloody Norway. I know. But I mean, that ended up... Her story at least did end somewhat happier. I I wish they had just said he can't cross their timelines. But you know what? Amy got to... They got to be together. Amy and Rory, which clearly was, for them, the most important thing. It was much more important than being with the Doctor, was to just be with each other. So, in that sense, it's very romantic, and it's... I'm just then pretending so they So they lived in old New York. I mean, jeez, how awesome would that have been? I'm just then pretending. In In New York City before Mayor Bloomberg, before Giuliani. That's where you went with that? Yeah. They get to live before the time of Rudy Giuliani? You know what that means? They were hawkers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is where my wife goes with 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 the angels I know, in Manhattan. I was just thinking of that. I, I I'm just going. What a great episode title, though. A- the angels, the angels take, take Manhattan. That was a great episode title. I mean, I, I'm gonna just. I don't want that to be my only comment in the episode. I'm just gonna pretend for the moment that that was the doctor said they couldn't 
cross paths. One thing jumping out at me is when they were going to go on the family outing, which I thought was a neat idea, and because you know Rivers dressed up you know, in old garb, and and Rory walks outside, and he's like, "Oh, isn't this funny?" Just thing to throw out there. If you ever see your gravestone, don't think it's funny. Run like hell. Yeah. Run like hell. Why would you go look at it? So does that mean if he had just simply gotten in the TARDIS, everything would have been fine? Yeah, because the angel was right there. So the angel yeah. wouldn't have been able to oh. stop. Damn it, Rory. Damn it, Rory, and your curiosity. Why did you have to What I did Rory? love was, it reminds me, um, the Doctor and River reminds me of like one of those marriages between like a neocon and a hippie. You know what I mean? And they both have different worlds. Were they different? That's a good question. Well, they, bo- they both have different worldviews. And you have the doctor saying, no, no, get in the TARDIS. And you have, and you have River saying, of course it will work that way. Come on, go, go, go. Well, because I think River was seeing that the doctor was being selfish. He didn't want to let Amy go because he wanted to keep traveling with Amy. And, you know, River's more practical. She's like, no, go be with your husband. So That's how it should be. Exactly. So. I'm curious if River will be. So able this to... doctor, I think, is just so much more attached to his ponds. His ponds. Now, you... Oh, and did you find it funny that she wasn't Amelia Pond? She was Amelia Williams. I didn't think she changed her name, but I guess. Well, she never had before. She maybe she, she was... would have. Maybe she just wanted to, or maybe that was, was her much leaving. More common then. I, I got the sense that because if you if you remember it, um, the the bed the um the baby said that her um. When the baby was taken by the silence on um, the crib, it said Melody Pond, and then the doctor said Melody Pond, and Rory said, no, it's Melody Williams, and oh, right. Amy made the line about Melody Williams as a geography teacher, Melody Pond as a superhero. I wonder if that was kind of her way of saying, okay, that life is over now, mm. Melody Williams. So, yeah, that was a little weird. But, um, mm. now the one thing I was saying too I'm is sitting on the correct chair. She is, and I'm sure our audience loves to know that. We, our, have, we have our cat won't leave us alone. She's, we have one crap chair that has a crack down the middle of it. So, we, you know, we always have to hide it from, you know, the heavy guests that come over and unfortunately getting else out of it. So, and I feel like I'm one of those people that I'm watching all these powerfully emotional scenes and I'm looking for the little techno babble mistakes in them. Like, my thing was when Rory ran up on the roof of the building and the Statue of Liberty was right yeah. behind him. My it should have eaten them right there. It should have eaten them because he's not looking at it. And then yeah. when he turned around, he's watching it as he's about to jump off of, yeah. of, of the thing. But then when when Amy comes up and they look at each other and they cry. Yeah. Well, no I think in reality that, um, I don't know if that was like an actual prop or if well, I'm sure they actually built that prop. I'm sure it was just too heavy to move. You think it was the actual Statue of Liberty? No, I, I meant like CGI about. or something. Yeah, I'm sure it was Dope. CGI. I would see the whole thing was CGI. No, they could have built. They could have built a, like a big weeping angel face. It's BBC America. They're in Cardiff. They don't have the money for that. They, they, they CGI the entire yeah. thing. Um, now the now Amy. Um, when she was looking up and crying, that seemed to me to be like an allegory to a previous episode. I'm not sure if it was like her in the TARDIS in her first episode looking up smiling, but I've, that like angle of her face looked familiar to me. When? At the end? Yeah, when she was crying. That just looked familiar to me. I think mm. they've done that exact same angle in the previous episode. You know episode. what I was thinking too is they actually did a decent job of making them look older throughout their time on the show because well, if you, I know you had on the first episode with Amy last night, and she looked so much younger, and she had, like, all those freckles on her face. And mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking about this. Okay, Karen Gillan's 24. The show's yeah. been, she's on the show for three years, so she was 21 when it started. Um, but you don't, as a person, you don't change much between 21 and 24. Well, go, go this way. So, but, so they did a good job of So go this way. Different. Amy was probably, like, eight in the first episode. Mm-hmm. She also had 12 years, so well, she was... was she, wasn't she, like, six? Or she was, was seven. She Let's go with seven. Yeah. So she's, so she's 19 in, um, in the first episode when the, um, 
she's zero. the kissogram. Yeah, the kissogram. And then the doctor came back two years later, so she's 21. She's 21. And then she travels around in the TARDIS for a while. And then, you know, there's at least, you know, let's say there's two years in there, so she's 23. And then when he leaves them and comes back again um, and shows up on her doorstep on Christmas Eve, it's been two years. Mm-hmm. So now she's 25. And then um, the doctor said it had been another ye- it had been another year because so he's 26. 26, 26. So now she's pushing thirty. And then on top of all those jumps that we saw, she said she'd been traveling in the TARDIS for ten years. Her time. Remember, she said we've aged about ten years traveling because she'll travel for ten years in the TARDIS, and then pop back, and that's the same day. Oh, so she's gonna be in her mid. Right. Okay. So if she was in her like early and mid thirties, that'd be. And now she needs glasses, and because the because the doctor's well, not noticing. I've had reading glasses since I was like sixteen. Yours are much more attractive no. than hers. I'd say she got the big Hedwig owl well, glasses. Well, you know they're British. Well, I thought the doctor looked cute in them, though. Well, maybe he'll hang on to them. That would be the Poland yeah, glasses. Be th- that will be his version of the brainy specs. Now Rivers getting pretty up in her life there because um, when she goes to the library, she's a professor. Mm-hmm. So, God knows how long she's a professor for, but I'm wondering how much longer she has to... I would have, oh, until, yeah. Until I would have loved, and I know Jen said this, I would have loved if it was um, if it was, if it was Danielle's just looking all around. She's on, she's yeah, she's flipping me off right now. <laughs> um, if we had River and Jack and the TARDIS for um, a season just... To, that would be, I think, hilarious. Yeah. I have to say, I'm gonna. It would be so hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss the poems. Mm, I know, but it is time for a new companion. It's good to get fresh blood in there. I don't. I, I think anytime you have one companion for too long, after a while, you're just kind of like, okay, how much more can these, can this duo or this trio possibly do before you begin to wonder right. why they're still doing it? Well, if you, all right, let's look at the way the companions have left so far. We've had. Um, I mean, in some ways, it's. You know, it's really, what the Doctor does is, yes, he provides these wonderful experiences for his companions. He also puts them in danger. Um, and he also, you know, if he, let's say, abruptly leaves them, he can really mess up their lives. Because you could have companions that just don't get over it, like Rose. Mm-hmm. And and to, I think to some extent, um, oh, what's her name? His older companion. Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. Um you know, to people like Martha who left on her own terms and then kind of made something of herself and of her life after that. And then, you know, you have Donna who's, you know, her life was really changed and in a tragic way, I think. Um, now you have the pawns. It's like they're never going to see their family again of what they know. Well, they're you, never going to see their parents or, or their friends again. Well, if you look at the three companions or the four companions we've had so far, you've got Rose who's... You know, well, Rose eventually kind of ended better, but yeah, you know. she, but in the beginning, I think it was more tragic than yeah. it kind of came back. And then you had, I'm actually thinking about this now. I'm wondering because there's that 50th anniversary. I'm wondering if they're somehow going to try and bring the pawns back, but I doubt they'll be able to. Because even Karen Gillan said it was a very final ending. But um, you know, you had Rose who had that very tragic separation. I think more so than the pawns did because the way it was well, written. Yeah, yeah. And then Martha's wasn't really a wonderful. It was she just she moved on. Yeah, she, graduated. she was she wanted to. And then on. Donna had a very tragic ending. I think you could say the, the pawns had a sad, but there was really hopeful endings because they, they ended. Well, the that, my point is just that their lives are so changed. From traveling with the doctor. And in some ways, I think it can seem selfish. I mean, they're saying, oh, just don't travel alone. And I mean, I get that, but you're taking someone's life and forever changing it, not always for the better. Just a thought. Just a thought. So I think that because Moffat put so much effort into this and because he, well, I, I want to say that because Russell Davies planned all the character arcs, so too, because oh, yeah. he, he decided to spend two and a half years with the pawns. I think he told, 
their story was probably the greatest of all of them because he took two and a half years and took you from Amelia and Rory's little kids or Amelia's little kid through mm-hmm. their entire life and, and came full circle with it. I, I think it would have been written better if like he chopped out 38% oh, of the yes. Like there was, yeah. there was parts of it that I just think were, were badly that, written. Well, and, there, and I think those were the parts that didn't seem like they were part of the story. It was the beginning and the middle and the end were great, but how yeah. like, when you look through it, there, there were There were a lot of forgettable, forgot, forgettable episodes, I think. But I mean, It ended strong. I mean, it's like any show, really. There are standouts, and there are ones that you kind of like. Meh. And I, I'm glad we I don't got need this to episode. watch that again. We had Rory and his wife, and you had the doctor and his yeah. wife, and they're trying to get out of the building, and, and little lines like that. I thought were great, and the family outings, and River will be available, you know, whenever the doctor wants to travel. But you know, one psychopath at the time. Probably. Yeah. So well, and I, and I love that she probably flies the TARDIS better than he does. Well, she's a child of the TARDIS. Cracks me up. So I'm hopeful we'll see more River, but I'm curious where he's taking it, because I know he has a great plan for the 50th anniversary, and he has the new companion joining in the Christmas special. Yeah, we saw a little bit of her in the preview. I get the sense that Moffat kind of put all of his energy into the palms. And and the angels. I think he loves that storyline, and I can't blame him. They're so freaking creepy. So I'm curious where he's taking it. And the baby angels? The baby angels. Oh my god, that laugh. That was so creepy. That was creepy. Like, this is a great episode to watch on Halloween, because it is so... You want to do that? Just so creepy. Like, <laughs> I can't get those faces out well, of my think... mind, especially the one where their eyes are wide open. Yeah, does it touch blank? This one? Yeah. yeah I think it's it's creepier. Them's fighting words. Because it was so big. But the, I mean, that Statue of Liberty Angel was... Them's fighting words. Well, that was... Great. I love how they had, like, the stomping noise. Yeah. When it's really, like, oh, she's coming. Really, it should be, like, tidal forces approaching. Yeah, because it's it should walking be, like, earthquakes coming. Yeah. But... Well, it's walking through the Hudson River. Well, yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So that was Angels in Manhattan, and Jen is a, just a mess, really, right now. Yeah. She's just sobbing uncontrollably. Well, it was but. sad. It was very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Maybe not sad, but bittersweet. And I love how... That would be my luck, too. Like, when you get the note from your friend that you're never going to see again, and it's like their last message, and you sit down to read it, and it's basically like, I'm worried about you. My mother and I... Your mother and I are very worried about you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you leave the house without the... Co- and it was very nice. Now make sure you do this, and make sure you do that. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But all I can picture is, she's right... Like, uh, like at this time in my life, when I have so few things to say, here's a list of things I think you're doing wrong, and you need to address. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. It was, it was nice, and it was never travel alone, which is what every companion has ever told the doctor. I know. Apparently, he is one crazy mofo when he's alone. Oh, lack of a better word. You're using new words tonight. She doesn't know. She's she's a little sleepy. So with that, where what the hell podcast is? I don't know what podcast we are. Let's go with Puffwa Exchange. Want to be Puffwa Exchange? Danielle doesn't give a damn. She's looking at she Well, I guess. Sure. Puffwa Exchange. Okay, we're Puffwa Exchange or POV Weekly or Powerfic Weekly. Well, Harry Potter wasn't here, but his glasses were borrowed for the production of the sip. Wasn't that really cool when he's reading the book and he's all of a sudden realizing it's Rory? I know. Oh, crap. Oh, what is it making me think of? Was it? Oh, because wasn't there an episode where two characters were speaking and they were speaking the same thing at the same time? It was like the other one knew what the other one was going to say. Well, Midnight did that. Yeah. That was totally different, though. Yeah. It, was, it was totally different. You can go watch that. It's got Merlin in it. Okay. Okay. We're uh, a Puffle production to be named later. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.